What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop. From the hood, we do it most good. It's your boy, Aus. You can follow me on Twitter, at 10stacks. Uh, Lando. Yo, this is Lando. You can follow me on Twitter, at the tackle 1711 at the motherfuckers in the barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram, man. Be nice, two underscores, and at Twitter. On Twitter, at be nice, two underscores. Um... Full slate, bro. We got to talk about some NBA stuff. I got some a new NBA segment to break out. Uh, Soldier Boy was on the Breakfast Club. He, he started the morning off right, so we got to talk about that, nigga. And the playoffs, three more football games left in the season, so we got to preview this shit. But first, shout-outs and shaking my heads. Uh, who who want to go first? Be nice, you want to go first? Um... Shout out to Future, the Wizard. You know, I think we might talk about this a little bit last week, but we're closer, man. We're closer. I do got a question to you about uh, about Future because like Joe Budden uh, podcast, they've been they've been talking about Future, mm-hmm. and they're saying like outside of Atlanta, they just don't feel that buzz from him anymore. Do you think he has cooled off or? I wouldn't say that. I just felt like he kind of had. Um, I don't know if he was with with Apple or Genius. He was he he, he on a big press run right now. Yeah, he, doing he, a lot of he did about like seventy interviews. <laughs> he did a lot of interviews, so it's it's kind of jumbled in as to which one it was in particular. But in one of the interviews, he kind of talked about it. And I think it was Big Boy actually. Yeah. And they asked him like, you know, who the hottest trap guys out out right now? Who running the trap trap scene right now? And he kind of stepped back and was like, you know, like what you mean, like you know, because that's a, that's a broad question. You don't know if they mean in general. In, in overall and in, in history in the past or, or just today like you know what I'm saying the last year or so and, and when he talked about it they, they asked him it's like yeah you know you could say right now and he talked about Lil Baby and Gunna kind of taking the next wave and then I think Big Boy kind of alluded to the fact that in a joking manner you know how Big Boy's personality is it's yeah. like oh yeah well you, you kind of grandfathered in at this point and I feel like that's the, the place where Future kind of holds itself it's like I'm still wanting to be the wave creator. I still want to be the guy, but I also feel like I got more leeway where I control so many different things and the energy is like, it's still there to me. Like, I still feel like people have that that kind of consistency because you see so many different buzz and artists right now and then it kind of turned into a fad. Future been on such a crazy run and it's like, people still get excited. It's just, you don't, so much music getting put out, it's hard to really be super duper pumped up for anybody at this point. Unless it's Jay-Z or Jake, somebody who don't put out music, you know what I'm saying? I, I just think, I think he has put out a lot of music. You know, I've seen Andre 3000 set about him, and, you know, that's, that's here or there. But I do I do feel like it comes to a certain point that like maybe he probably needs to take a break. I think Good. the way that music is running right now, he got a, a decent pace. As far as what you see for most artists, I think he has slowed down. So I would say he, he's looking at maybe like one project a year. And then a couple of features here and there. He he really on pace with a lot of the other major artists. But you see people like Kendrick taking years off. I don't think Future gonna ever do no, that. No, he never do that. But he came out with like three projects last year. He had the yeah. Superfly soundtrack. He had like two mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying. I just I feel like at some point, definitely with his style and his sound, for sure. And then he's talking about this album supposed to be like more of like a mature album. He don't he's off a lean and stuff like that, which is great. But I don't know if his audience is ready to to grow with him. I don't think that I, I think you you misinterpreted maturity from from a future standpoint. I think he means more like content and a 
it's still gonna be like souped up. You know what I'm saying? It's still gonna be like a, a hot rod car. It's still gonna look look fancy, but on the inside it might be a different kind of you know interior, a little bit different decor. So I think that's kind of what he's saying. Is like the content is still gonna sound a certain way, but like Andre 3000 said, he makes impeccable negative inspirational music, and I think that he's he might be taking a turn for that where. He, you hear Future saying certain things where it looks like he's looking more inward to himself and saying, all right, this ain't right. You know what I'm saying? This certain way I'm living. He kind of talked about this previously, but right now, it seems like he locked in on the mower. It's like, yeah, this was my fault. I've been doing this wrong. And I think that's what he kind of talking about with the maturity. It's just a growth within himself. But the the snippets I've been hearing, it still sound like old Future. It's just maybe the content and what he actually saying might be a little bit different. I, like I said, I watched some of the videos he showed, like from... Um you know, to him and the Drake album and shit like Damn. that from like his doctor. I mean, I think it's gonna be alright. I think it's gonna be dope. Yeah, be for sure. Um, we're a sports based podcast. I'm not really big in tennis, but I did like tennis video games when I was a little kid. I went on like a family reunion trip one time and I got stranded at my cousin's house and they only had Top Spin, which is a tennis game. So I'm gonna give a shout out to Andy Murray. I think that's who's retiring right now, and that's just. I know he had a lot of battles, and he wanted the names that you just know. You know what I'm saying? You watch ESPN, you watch SportsCenter, any any sports show that comes on TV, he was going to be one of the names you saw when the tennis time came. And to see his career coming to an end, and, you know, he had his battles and stuff like that. And he seemed like he was breaking down because he happened to walk away from the game because of injuries. And you never really want to see that with any sport. So, shout out to him, man. He's trying to fight through it and go out on top or at least go out in a position where you want to and what games you want to go out to and what competition you want to go out to. So I just I want to give him a shout out for that man. He's trying to battle through it right now, and it's reminding me of Kobe. I ain't gonna say it's the same on this, but just to see Kobe fighting through towards the end when we knew he wasn't right, I, I like that man. I like that fighting spirit because you're a competitor, and that's that's what it's all about. That's pretty much it, man. I, I'm gonna shake my head at toddlers. You know, I watch my nephew. Seven thirty. That's funny. He picked up the phone. Be nice calling me this morning to make sure I got the class and shit because I've been missing that bitch. I've been sleeping. I mean, I'm sick. I've been taking Benadryl. That shit down there how you sleep through yeah. a tornado. Yeah. So he called me this morning. He was like, hello. I'm like, hey, man. What's going on? <laughs> Be nice. I'm like, ain't nobody talking to him, dog. <laughs> He's just not listening. <laughs> that, that woke me up, though. That's a nice little nigga to wake you up. Hey, man, what's going on? I was like, damn, niggas ain't never been that nice to sleep to me in a, in a long time, so. That's what's up, man. Shout out to him. Uh, I'll go. Um, <clears throat> if you don't, if you can't tell on the microphone, I'm shaking my head. I'm sick. I'm very sick right now. Like damn near ill. I'm fucked up. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> like I'm just I'm through. So it's like this is like ruining my week, ruining my day. Um, just ruining everything. Um, but a real shake in my head. I gotta shake my head at the government because the government shut down. Is affecting everything. Like B Nice said, we are a sports based podcast. So when I heard the government was shut down, I didn't really think too much of it because I don't work at TSA or the post office. I'm like, all right, you don't get food stamps or living section. They're not deposing anything. Yeah, I'm just saying. It don't bother me. It don't bother me. I feel like, you know, status quo. But they took Clemson up to a Washington, D.C. trip. Huh? Which is weird because this is like a lot sooner than what I thought. Like they didn't set them niggas up there the next day, damn there, right? Didn't it seem yeah. like that? I didn't even know who them people was because it didn't make sense that they happened so. Fast. Yeah, they happened. Just seen one <laughs> fat neck white dude with two Big Macs on his. Plate. I'm like, who is what champion? It, is this a hockey player? And, and so <laughs> because the government shut down, the White House is a government building, yeah. and inside the old the, the government building is government workers, which are usually chefs. And they didn't come to work because they're not getting paid right now. 
And Donald Trump, our president, had to give the Clemson Tigers, the Natty Championship Tigers, the feast. A feast of McDonald's, Big Macs, Nuggets, four for four from Wendy's, uh, Burger King. Some salad. We don't know where the salad came from. And one of those three places. And I'm not shaking my head at because he he didn't have that resourceful. You know what I'm saying? He had to do what he had to do. If they come to your home, you gotta feed them. He had it on fine paper plates. I mean, fa- fine china because there ain't no paper plates in the White House. I didn't believe it could be. He had candles lit for him. Like this dinner was a real dinner. I'm shaking my head because it was believed that Donald Trump put his name on it, on the order. Now, I know we aren't celebrities. We just normal guys. So we can put our name on orders. Um, But Donald Trump is a celebrity. And he is not liked by the majority of the public. I'm saying all that to say somebody's spitting food. And and with all that food that was made... (laughs) Somebody wiped their ass with that food. I, I can say, just statistics show. Somebody dropped the food, someone spit in the food, and some hair and a lot of shit. Donald Trump served them niggas fucked up food, man. I can't. That shit don't sit right with me, though. That's fucked up that he would do them niggas like that. Yeah, he's a multi-billionaire, man. He could have had some chefs coming there and, you know. But, hey, it is. Yeah, or, is. like, Chick-fil-A or... Anything. It's actual restaurants. Yeah. And, yeah, like, he had Domino's and shit, too. Like, it's like, damn, bro, you had a bunch Every, of them. Everybody he got money into, he got the... Except yeah. for Taco Bell. No, Taco Bell was there, no. Nah. That ain't American. That ain't American feast. Nah. And um, and also, it was cold. Like, ain't, ain't nothing worse than a cold McDonald's anything. Like, I was going to say sandwich, but anything. Anything cold from McDonald's is damn near unedible at that point. Yeah, nuggets, you figure out that bitch really ain't meat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just chewing on bubble gum. Nasty ass meat flavored bubble gum. So shaking my head at Trump, man. He shouldn't have did them niggas like that. Uh, but I'm gonna shout out Broly. Just seeing Dragon Ball Z Broly. I thought it was good. Lando didn't think it was that good, but I mean Lando, he just didn't. Yeah, he thought it was. Well, let, let me say that. I, I think I've definitely the Dragon Ball Z that I grew up watching. It was a little bit more serious and more intense. To me, it seemed like they're going more towards the fun loving. Family type that's the vibe. way of the world, and that, that, like I said, that's just the way. I just couldn't get down with it. Like Frieza used to be a guy that you feared. Like he used to come on TV, he used to be like, "Damn, that's that's Frieza." Nah, it's just like he's like a clown. But the thing is, how can you? You got to think though. How can you fear Frieza when you know Goku could just beat him? I mean, that's the thing. They probably should have got. I never liked when they brought Frieza back. I never liked when he came back like Robot Man and Trunks sliced him up like. He I mean, that was just, that was the point to show how strong Trunks is, though. Like, Frieza yeah, come back and then... Frieza should have... Frieza, Goku called him a fool and blasted him. That should have been in the Frieza, man. Like, that, for him to still be around after everything he did... Still out here kicking. Yeah, like, I, that's that's what I don't, I don't like about But see, that's the thing. You didn't see the you didn't see the last season of Dragon Ball Z. You didn't no, see the new, the no, new no, one. So you don't know. Like, Frieza, they, they need the Frieza to come back. And they kind of said that, like you said before, I gave like Freeze is the reason why we won. Yeah, that's like what I'm that. saying. So that's what I'm saying. They needed Freeze, and then they kept. They, but, and I, it's like keeping Freeze around is like Batman keeping the Joke around. And it's like they always was, know they can just. And that was fucked up for the Batman to do that. But I'm man. saying it's like they always know they can stomp Freezer. So Freezer really is just like they, they like to fight. Freezer just keep their skill sharp. It's like oh, the Freezer might come around. There's so many people at part Drag Ball Z saying Z. They could have won without Freezer. What you mean? Any fight they could, they could. Nah, you ain't see that's you didn't see it. You didn't know they couldn't beat the the last nigga was damn near like bro. Always the last nigga and this nigga. And that's the thing. That was the only thing I ain't like. It's like if they didn't go Broly, 
then it would have made the movie kind of unbelievable. Like, Broly just a name that niggas, like, grew up on. So, I was like, oh, yeah, we know that he probably stronger than all them. But like, after seeing them fight the last dude, it's like, I, I, I don't even know how they can make another dude that these niggas can fight. I feel like the other Broly movie was better to me. No, nah, that movie was kind of ass. Broly had no purpose in that movie. He didn't even do nothing. Nobody did nothing but Goku, and then he beat him with a punch. It was a bad movie. You got to rewatch it. You ain't watched it in a long time. That's probably been a few years. Yeah, I'm saying go hey, watch this one, that. This one kind of bad, fresh in my mind, so I don't know. I go back and watch it. Yeah, hey, man, but I liked it, man. It was it was entertaining, man. The fights was cool. The transformations was real cool. There was a lot of yelling, a lot of powering up. Just everything the Dragon Ball Z ever had in store. So, good job, Broly. Make another one. I right, just can't wait till the new show to come out. And uh, speaking of new shows, we got a Gamathons podcast coming out. It's gonna be at least two times a week, maybe maybe less, maybe more. But we're gonna be going through the episodes called the Iron Price. Don't forget to look for it on your subscription feed. And don't forget to subscribe. All right, go ahead, Linda. Uh, I guess, like I said, shout out to the Game of Thrones uh, promo that, that came out. Like I said, definitely got to be uh, oh, yeah. pumped up and that was hype. So that was, that was a good look. Um, did you, right, so did you think that Jon Snow was older than him? Yeah, and that's what a lot of people was, was kind of hit me with. Like, when you look at his statue, his statue was, like, older. Um, Sansa and Arya's statue were young, so they're trying to say they might die and Jon might live all the way through. But who knows, man? It could have just been a shitty-ass... Stone Mason that built it up, so we we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like well, Ned, like I said, Ned's didn't look like his. Yeah, Ned, Ned's. And been, I always felt like they probably already made Sansa's and Arya's, right? Because yeah. they already thought they died a long time ago. Yeah, so I mean, I just think it was just one of them, just promo trailers, just to get us geeked up for the for the season of of what's to come. So, like I said, I, I'm excited about it. We we touch more on it on the uh, Game of Thrones podcast. Get it going. Um, shout out to the Broner versus Pacquiao fight. I mean, it comes on this weekend. Um, Broner try to turn it up. Today he was cussing everybody out at the uh, at the press conference, and he says it's different him. At the end of the day, I got Pacquiao winning in the, the ninth round by stoppage. I just think he's in better shape. He throws his hands too fast, and I think Broner's just out of shape. So. Yeah, Gans was sad. He said he didn't want to see that. Nah, nah, man. I think it's gonna be bad. I think honestly, like PBC is putting, um, is trying to cash out on Adrian Broner. They're just trying to get done with him. They're gonna put him in front of Pacquiao. They probably gonna put him in front of Thurman later on in the year, and they they just gonna be done with uh with that series. Uh, shout out to True Detective, man. True Detective came on this weekend. Our boy Ali was on there again. Good lead. Um, very interesting show. Uh, this season, like, it's going to be very good. So, I'm excited about that. Um, shout out to the auto show. It's downtown right now. Red Line and Kelly Blue Book are, are reviewing a lot of cars. Uh, Toyota has a nice lineup. Cadillac got some shit, you know, to look at. So, I'm going to try to make a trip. Or we're going to all try to make a trip down there. Check it out. Um, shout out to uh, The Glass. The movie comes out. But Friday, uh, Cousin Sean has, has bought tickets, so I will be in theaters to, to check that out. Because he got a movie-going experience going movie on right Movie-going experience. So, like I said, this is supposed to be the follow-up for Split and Unbreakable, so we'll see. I mean, it looks interesting. Like I said, Sean geeked about it. I'm a little excited about it, so shout-out to that. Um, we used to do a, a music shout-out the weekend, dropped a song, Lost in the Fire, so that's my music shout-out really? for the week. Yeah, for the week. That shit got no pub. You said no pub for you? You didn't do one for I didn't hear it. I didn't, hear, I didn't know you dropped no music. Well, you know what I mentioned that. I, I, the reason I haven't done a music shout out just because I ain't listened to yeah. nothing new. And I'm, so, I'm subscribed to his YouTube shit, so it just, it just popped up to my phone. So. Like that. That's that. Um, I guess why Shaking My Head would be, well, not really Shaking My Head, just the funny shit of the week has just been the Soldier Boy shit, man. That, that shit's hilarious. Y'all want to get straight into the Soldier Boy shit real quick? We can get to the Soldier Boy shit. I mean, Soldier Boy was just. I mean. Why do the Breakfast Club give these niggas just 
the moment. You know what I'm saying? They needed. Let me say this: the Breakfast Club needed this interview. Yeah, when the last time that? Yeah, they they've been struggling. They really been struggling. Like a few Charlemagne <laughs> shows, they got took off TV. They've been struggling, so they they needed they needed this push. But yeah, they they always give these dudes spotlights and. Charlemagne ain't beef with nobody. You don't really press the, the issue with people. Like even Kodak came up there and it was a peaceful interview. Now, granted, he just ain't got to his shit with Ebro the day before, so they couldn't really wild out. They couldn't even say nothing crazy. <laughs> they probably was mad that nigga. <laughs> it was like, all right, cool. But like I said, Charlamagne ain't arguing with nobody. Envy and Yee always been like secondary pieces where unless you got a personal relationship with them, people don't even talk to them after that. Just kind of be like, all right, whatever Charlamagne's saying, and then they chime in a little bit here and there. Yeah, Angela like, Lee is like, she's like the worst Yeah, but interviewer. they talk to her more than they talk to Envy. Envy asks questions, but it's like, don't nobody really respect him. Like, all right, cool. She's yeah, vicious. You know like, at least, yeah, like, at least Yee is a woman that she actually, to some degree, got her own stuff going on. Like, she got the little women podcast going on where she talk about freaky stuff sometimes. Just the women point of view. So they, they, they chime in with her every once in a while. Envy just kind of, like, throw something out and then niggas just look at him like, all right, yeah. Whatever you talking about, okay. Whatever you talking about, my nigga. So I think they definitely needed this. And Soldier Boy is correct, mm. but he is exaggerated. That, that was that was That's the question the I wanted to ask y'all about the interview. Was Soldier talking facts? Now, everything he has said has been to some degree factual, and in basis has been correct. It's just exaggerating everything. That's what, and that's what I felt like. Well, go ahead, Landon. No, no, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I mean, I felt like... Let me go ahead. I want you to die. Oh, look. This this how I feel. He, he's just one of them guys that always want credit. Like, so, but we know this. We know this about you. I just think the problem with guys, when they start off rapping and stuff, when they're really young, people always view them as that. Man. And he wants to be viewed as something else. And it's like, bro, you, you can't really go from that. You can't really go from Soldier Boy telling dancing to now you a fruit blood to now you the <laughs> toughest guy. Look, you did the YouTube fruit. You did the YouTube thing. That's correct. You did help with the amigos. You did help with different artists. I know they were staying on your couch, but like, like be nice said, it just is an over exaggeration, man. That's that's the thing. Like, <clears throat> like all artists kind of want that that respect or that you know, like I did, I put him on, and you know, I'm the reason. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm the reason that this happened here, this happened there. Except for Ray J, and Ray J is the reason for a lot of shit. But if some niggas just really want that, I was the first. I'm the pioneer. Me, 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 shit. And when niggas get looked over about it, like then like when Kanye was getting, he tried to say like I'm the reason Drake do. It's everybody think they the reason somebody is doing something. You know, and it's like. Like, I get what Soldier was saying, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not niggas dancing, not doing all that. But, like, Soldier Boy, you really had, like, a rap Cupid shuffle. Like, niggas just really dancing now. And then that's just... Like, Jack, Black Boy JB is just doing his dance. And then it's, he did the song Shoot, and it's all that's the shoot dance. But it's not really... He ain't never said that shit. He's just like, no, Black Boy, this is what I do. Bobby Smurda was just doing the, you know, the shit he was doing. It just, when you dance with a video and then you do some shit, it just attach. Soldier Boy really was telling niggas, all right, dude, move. He was telling niggas what to do. His shit wasn't a, a rap song for real. He just was describing our dance. I feel like Little B is more what Soldier Boy was talking about. Yeah. Like, Soldier Boy is for sure the internet nigga nowadays that's on and rapping. But I, like, I feel like Little B more like. He literally was how rap is. He was a nigga who dropped a bunch of just random bullshit music. And some of it was hot. Most of it was not. But it, there was some that caught on. You fucked with it. And then you shared it around. And that's and how like it's... Folklore. But I think what Soldier Boy is saying and what the real problem is is because it's like... It's a certain onus that's not put on his name where 
it's kind of about respect more so than it is about like acknowledgement as far as blasting it out there like oh yeah soldier boy did this it's just that when soldier boy do something goofy everybody clown so when he do do something or did do something good in the past he feel like man y'all ain't give me no credit for this like every time i do some weird shit niggas that's what get noticed but when i did y'all don't put the onus on soldier boy was he had all his money from ringtones soldier boy got signed off youtube i'm we old enough from being on fucking limewire and i remember getting basically rickrolled by fucking soldier boy and downloading some shit thinking it was something else and then fucking you pop up on my shit yeah. so he don't get the credit where it's like oh yeah I put this internet shit on. Like you said, he was vlogging fucking 10 years ago. Him and A-Rap and them was in there dancing and doing stupid shit when they was 17. What nobody do? Like, it's niggas. Bro, I'm watching Instagram right now. Every artist in the world. It's niggas talking about killing people that's on this app called Thriller or Triller or some shit like that. Dancing in they fucking kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it's like, bro, what the fuck is you doing? You a gangster. You in front of your fucking kitchen on your cabinet dancing to your song talking about shooting niggas. Jigging with you and your mans. So Soulja Boy got a point where it's like, yeah, I pushed all of this shit where it's acceptable, but now it's like, you really not the guy that you talking about. And it come down to the same shit where Charlamagne was talking about, yeah, you say you got a $400 million deal, and then when they asked you about it, it's like, no, when we looked into it, it was just like a certain percentage that's really valued at $2.5 million. then you say some shit like, well, millions is millions. It's like, nah, nigga, you exaggerate. You just want, you want to boost everything. Like, yeah, you know, Drake took a booty-ass bar from me and made it better. I, like I wrote Jesus Walks type shit. You on some Drake said some shit to intro the song. But it's I wanna be special. Yeah. And that's what the problem is. It's like, yeah, I don't you know what I'm saying? I don't wanna be the greatest nigga in the world. I wanna be the great I wanna be special for something. I did all these things that should have made me special. Why don't y'all talk about it? But that's the thing, and that's what you gotta understand. When you the first, you go through a hard like I get yeah. what you saying, like with Snoop and Ice T and them was coming at you. But you got accepted and you helped a lot of people. Nobody forgot about what you did. It's just when you like do, it. It's just when you, you know, do really, off. It's, it's, no, I don't you even clown shit. That's what made people. I don't forget even think about. it's the fact that it's like nobody forgot. It's like nine niggas. It's niggas growing up that probably don't know what Soldier Boy did. And he want that shit. The, the, his praise. He want that shit just in the history books of rap. Like, hey, in the in the book of rap, I want Nick to know I found the Migos. I gave Soldier did this first. Yeah, Soldier. <laughs> but look, look, I, I get what y'all saying. But if he not trying to fight Chris Brown or running around in the street, like people would just know him for his. Now that's shit. the second thing. I don't get why he said like he he won 2018. His 2018 yeah. ended in March. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> he didn't he didn't do nothing until I think that was 2017. Like I said, he did nothing in 2018. Yeah, really, he made the game kind yeah. of. That, that was the me and Austin kind of talked about this previous to the show, but that was kind of my whole issue with it. Was where did that rant come from? <laughs> like he just came out of nowhere. Like nigga saying Tiger got the like nigga yeah Tiger got no more records. Nigga said Tiger got hair plants. Like he got plugs in his head. He did. You talked about it. He got his bitch took. Got impregnated by another better rapper, and he came back and owned that shit. Came back and had the fucking summer banging yeah, like with that. like two, three hits. <laughs> and it's like it's tight. Tiger fucking side. Yeah, burger. Why, why can't somebody else have a better year? Than you? Just, that's just one year. That's just Tiger though. No, I like, think it's a Tiger. It wasn't even a comparable year. Yeah, it, like, it, 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 it's not about having yeah, a better year. You, you, you didn't do nothing. Like, yeah, I wish you could have had a year so we can compare. Know, things. That's what the last time I heard from him, he was about to square up with my man on the street. And he had signed a box contract. A video game console that don't nobody know nothing about. Yeah, yeah. and he said it's only made like $300,000. And, air, and fake AirPods and watches. Fake Apple Watch. Nobody yeah. knows nothing. No, I don't know nobody that bought none of that shit. So I don't know. This ain't no comeback to me. And all the shit, you know, I, I haven't watched the full episode. But all the shit I've seen in The Breakfast Club, 
It's like he trying to break down. And like I said, it's exaggerated. He's not giving full context. It's like, yeah, you know, I dropped a, a video game console. Kanye ain't do that shit. He just kissed ass and made some fucking Louis Vuitton. It's like, you're right. But I don't know shit about your video game. Maybe <laughs> this is a fake video game. Yeah, and it's like, like, in the basis, you true. That's correct. It's you got some things that's like Game of Thrones type shit, where it's like history is told by the victors on yeah. one end. And it's just like, bro, like... If you ain't winning, your legend not gonna just live on. Like, ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, really, bro, soldier, grand scheme. Yeah, yeah what like, do it matter? If you make good music now, people will go back and be, oh, what else did you do? Like, people who don't know, and then they have figured it out. The biggest problem I got, and I'm not saying that home invasion thing is not true. I'm not saying it's not true, but if you watch this movie called Shotters, it's the same exact scene, it's the, exact, the same exact action. Where everybody busts into the house with AK-47s, and he defend everybody with Glocks. And he take the mask off somebody killed, and he he figure out somebody he know, and he say, "Damn, he's throwing out from shots." I'm not saying in no way break into his house, but that's that's the script from shots. Big right Draco, there, man. man. Yeah, Big so, Draco. Do some boy got kids? I don't know. I don't think so. He got siblings. He got siblings though. But see, that's why I think that's where Soldier Boy has. I can say this: Soldier Boy has been rich my whole life. Yeah. See, you know, I mean, from the point where he got rich, and he ain't never did nothing stupid with his money. It, like, oh, not he's a good businessman. Yeah, good businessman. He, he's got a good business. I can always congratulate Soldier on that. He's always I damn there was sit with that nigga instead of Jay Z at a dinner. So I know he, he got it from the mud. Yeah. I don't know about nobody else, but I know Soldier got it from the mud. Yeah, so I was like, if anything, Soldier, you got that. So just keep that, bro. I respect that more than anything. Like Lando said, it, it come down to the onus of the fans. If it was music based, and that's what Charlamagne asked him. Like, you didn't. I can't say you had the biggest comeback. You're an artist. You didn't make no music. Yeah. And it's like even after the the Tiger rant, he dropped a song, and that bitch was booty. After you just talked about all these booty artists and you do some booty shit, like why would you even bring that up? Like and that's the problem that people have with the situation where if you talking about Lil Pump, you talking about all these other artists who make bullshit music, but it's like at least there's catchy. This shit just suck. I can't even play this in the car. It sounds terrible. Terrible. So I mean, you know, soldier, you starting twenty nineteen off. If you want to say good publicity, all publicity is good publicity, then fuck it. But on the on the other end, he started 2019 off in the wrong direction. He's got to deliver with the music now. Like, yeah, but he can't. <laughs> That's the problem. All this, all this is for oh, I want to shout out Marley the King, man. Marley the King Day coming up. Yeah, shout out to Marley the King. Shout out to Marley the, the King. Basketball games. Yeah, that's, that's what the day has been resorted to. Basketball games. The day off from work, so whatever. I'm going to probably go to work. Yeah, now. I still go to work. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's get into these NFL NFL talk real quick, fellas. Well, I still got a voice. Um, let's reflect on the um, what's that divisional round? Yeah, divisional let's round. let's talk about the divisional round real quick. Uh, first game was Colts Chiefs. Just a just a massacre, man. I mean, it, was, it turned out to be a good game. Andrew Luck started off uh, slow. The Chiefs, like I said, Pat Mahomes, he he looked on looked unstoppable, man, and, and they got a lot of speed, man. I mean, got a lot of speed. yeah, Tyreek Hill really is kind of too. Unfair, yeah. like he fast as fuck, and especially with the the way the Colts was looking like, and the 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 Chiefs defense came to play. Yeah, the D yeah. line stepped up, was shredding the offensive line. It like the Texans couldn't scheme past. Yeah, the Chiefs went out there and did them niggas dirty. And I, I mean, the Chiefs kind of took their foot off the gas in the second half because I mean the game was about one. Like they was, Man, they was beating. Yeah, it just was. Like it just beating them niggas. But Pat Mahomes looked like he'd been in the playoffs his whole life, dog. So. That was very was confident. I, liked I think it. it just was the flip side of like we saw a good coach defense. Obviously, the Texans played really bad, but they looked like a good defense. 
And then they just played like shit. Like the 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 D line and linebacker core really wasn't doing. That one linebacker, he was getting. Damian Williams or whatever, he was just running whenever he wanted to. Like if they had him in the game, it was six yards coming. It's like that's crazy. And then on the flip side, like Austin said, they had the pieces there in the front seven with the Chiefs already kind of lined. They haven't always played consistent, but like the D fours and and uh, Justin Houston, they was getting active as fuck. Like I don't know if it's. You know what I'm saying? Some some youth movement with the Colts offensive line that kind of broke down or what, but they just got their ass ran through that game. And it looked really crazy because Andrew Luck was on the field every play. He was getting knocked around, smacked in the face, getting bum rushed, had no time to throw that bitch. So it just it was ugly from from a full standpoint in the trenches to me on both sides for the Colts. They fired their uh, offensive line coach. They Girly, I don't know what it's well, not, like, They he, said that he said that one of the offensive linemen was a was a coward. Because he didn't want to play after his brother died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he also, quote, unquote, wasn't one of the coach's guys. He got hired by uh, Oh, okay. By me, man. Oh, you can't say something. You saying reckless shit. You really not even cool well, like they, that? They got some nice young, young pieces on their line. They got a, the coach going to be nice next year for sure. Yeah. Be nice I mean, yeah. Year. You know, look out for them. Um, and then the game after that was the Rams and the Cowboys. Lionel, what you think about that game? I think that um, Scott Linehan, man, just got out coached, man. Mm. Him and Jason Garrett, man. They just did. They didn't stick to the plan. They got too cute at the beginning of the game. Didn't stick to the run. Um, they put Dak in some bad situations. Even though Dak played okay, they just got off to too slow of a start. And then whoever put Sean Lee in the game, man, I know that homeboy Vandenbosch or whatever the Flying Dutchman, he was having a bad game. But Sean Lee hasn't played. His hamstrings been hurt. That, that, that kind of nigga been hurt. Yeah, that that, that kind of hurt. That hurt the game right there. They was able to run the ball and move it. The Cowboys blew it. The Cowboys definitely blew it more than like the Rams won it. Like Tyler Gurley guy, he did his thing. Ziggy Elliott, CJ Anderson, CJ Anderson really did his thing. I think that was the mix up, having the big back come in there and just like kind of bowling and, balls. And that right might be the, the free agent signing of if they can make it to the Super Bowl. That was the that was the turning point they season. Yeah, that was that was the janky one right there. And then uh, I mean Ezekiel Elliott didn't step up. You can call it like that. He didn't yeah, play a good game. He didn't play a good game. He didn't play. A good, I mean Dak didn't play a good game. Nobody on the Cowboys really played a good game, but Elliott's the one that stick out the most. He's a player. He kind of like. That's the one thing we 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 harping on. Is, come on, Zeke, you got to come through. And, and in a playoff game, you need your running game more than more than you need by anything else. So it was fairly upsetting to see Ezekiel Elliott get shut down like that. Completely. Another thing is like Rob Manelli was a coach in Detroit. He did the same thing. He used to do a lot of twists and a lot of shit with the D line. You can't do that with a physical offensive line. You can't do that. You can't run. Tw- you just open up gaps. And they was getting six, seven yards every time they handed the ball off. And the thing is. Rams defense didn't really like it was the beginning. They looked all right, suing them did, but yeah. after that they kind of looked like trash. Yeah, like I said, Dak was able to, to move <laughs> the, the ball. The only person came I can really pinpoint that I I feel like I seen making plays was Dante Fowler and and Littleton or something like that. Yeah. The linebacker, yeah, them the only two names I really was seeing do anything. Mark mm-hmm. Barron ain't do shit. Uh, and Dalo really did. <laughs> 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 so better than Dalo. Yeah. So like, was out there playing. Wow. He was out there like he ain't played all year. <laughs> like damn, you might need to sell out, my nigga, get the yeah. other nigga in. Yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know, man. So flip side, we had the Patriots and the Chargers. Which I mean, we don't even really got to talk about that shit. The Patriots are. They're oh. playing coy, man. Just that- letting you, letting you think they did, man. Poke the bear while he. he 
hibernate. They, they blew chilling. them niggas out. Like, they did what the, I thought the Chiefs was going to do. They then there was the Chiefs. Beat the shit out the Chargers. I just don't get the, the Chargers, the seven DBs. Like, you got to you gotta switch that up once you see them running the ball. That like was the that. thing. Like, that was the brilliance of, oh, they, against Baltimore, they got the speed of seven DBs. But it's like, nah, seven DBs. hyping up that some of them is so versatile. Like, they can do all these different things. Like, yeah, but. But seven DBs <laughs> ain't the same as four linebackers yeah, or three linebackers. If, if you're not running the ball, <laughs> Not run the ball side to side. They don't mean it. going straight at you. Is you don't got enough men up front. Yeah, so you not, don't. Not you know that was a big problem. Then, like you say, Philip Noodle, Rivers' arm turned to a noodle. They said did. I've been saying this yeah, yeah, shit wasn't noodle all year, yeah, but then that, that game in that Foxborough, that bitch noodled his ass out there, and that bitch noodled. He had Antonio Gates looking like he needs to retire tomorrow. Come back to Detroit, my baby. We got a chair sitting at you and Mark Roberts. Actually, Gates played. That's what I'm saying, yeah. but it's just like the passes are so yeah. terrible. It's yeah. like, damn, you gotta really like run to go get that touchdown. Like, I mean, look, they might have had <laughs> arguably the best receiving core left in the playoffs, and you got a noodle arm like that, you just can't get it there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got strong receivers. Mike Williams has been having a hell of a year. Tyrell Williams has been having a hell of a year. I think that Keenan Allen might be hurt. I'm not 100% sure. No, he was out there. Yeah, but he was, okay, he he was was Keenan Allen is out there. Antonio Gates. Melvin Gordon is not a slouch out the backfield. And they they got too many weapons. Yeah, the one weekend. Stephen A. was talking yeah, about. <laughs> he finally played for Stephen A. Stephen A. had to watch out for that nigga. I think the worst part is Phillip Rivers got eight kids. So, like, now nah, he just got eight kids? He got nine, nine kids. He got nine kids? Yeah, he got a lot of kids. That's the word. He got to go back home to nine kids. It's like, damn. <laughs> I don't want this to come off wrong. I can honestly say I've never heard of a Caucasian athlete having that many kids. What? That's like his calling yeah, that's card. Call. Like, definitely. Never heard that. Well, he's from like the Bible Belt and stuff like okay, that. Okay, yeah. It, it makes sense that. from yeah. from a, a area standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah But you know, you got yeah, the Cromartys. They throw out how many kids he got. All There's so many African American no, athletes. Man, I, I swear they talk about how many. They always talk yeah, about. The only thing I remember kids. they talking about Phillip Rivers is that he riding like some customized car. His RV. Yeah. You guys still live in San Diego, so he just he just riding RV to L. A. Every day. Actually, smart <laughs> I mean, I guess so. That's to be away from I mean, fucking kids. He got, some- <laughs> <laughs> he got so many goddamn kids. He's like, fuck, I need some time to myself. Yeah. In an RV. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't never love San Diego, either, man. Yeah, they shouldn't. I mean, every game in a, a, a road game for them niggas all yeah, season. Yeah, it's, that shit just add up. You got the, the Rams, the real LA team right now, and they just looking so prominent. To be honest, that stadium was like sixty percent cowboy. Fans. It was. Yeah. That's why it was really a cowboy's home game. It's hard for everybody right now. Even Brown was in that bitch. Yeah, man. Flip side. I mean, he went to the locker room. We don't know what he said to the niggas. He just went to say what up. Good shit, my boy. Yeah, my baby. And then finally, uh, Nick Foles versus the Saints. Uh, who, that? who that? I mean, we they said the Saints, that's the largest deficit they've been across, a 14-point deficit. I mean, Alshon Jeffers, you got to catch that ball. Yeah, man. Ribs, man. <laughs> yeah, man. He got to Nick Foles is about to pull it out. Carson Wentz got saved by that one, man. Foles is about to win that game, man. Alshon got to come down with it. Foles didn't make a mistake. He should have checked it down at one time when he threw the interception. The check down's wide open. But Foles is about to come through for him, man. And he, uh, I don't know. And the reason why I say I don't know is because I knew Alshon. You could see Alshon wasn't right. And Zach Ertz just didn't look like he was getting it done the entire game. He was getting open every once in a while, but the separation just wasn't there. I don't know, Jeremy, Jeremy, um, not Jeremy Macklin, uh, Nelson Aguilar. He really hasn't done too much down this, the end of the season. 
I don't know if the report. Golden Tate. That's what I, was, I don't know if the report is there with Golden Tate. Golden Tate actually was getting some other this game. He made some tough catches, but they was kind of on him. So I think that Alshon not being there, and you can see that's kind of been his guy. That's kind of been Nick Foles' guy throughout the duration of these ones that they've Big been on. Big bombs. It's and, like they and need I to think get him. Just, him not being healthy, I could feel like that was going to turn the tide. I didn't think they were going to win that game regardless, even though he still, you drop the ball, you get a turnover. That just ended completely, but I still don't think they would have won. Man, I ain't going to lie. That last drive, they shouldn't have ran a play for a two-minute one. They should just no, let no, it go. No. But it's just like Nick was looking poised to do it. Like, it just... I don't know. It was something about, like, the Saints kind of just got one. Like, because they played a bad game, but then Drew Brees. they did stupid stuff as well. Like, Alvin Kamara, I know one time they was kind of pushing the field. They was down on timeouts, and instead of getting out of bounds, he tried to fight for extra yards. And it's like, what are you, you, know, what are you really doing? Right yeah, hey, what you doing? But then he did ice it with the big run at the end. The so, third and ten just took it off. I mean, it was a good game. It was a, it was a real solid game. You can see now that defense is starting to really... You know, all, all the Wait, talk Haas was saying in the beginning how the Monday night game he didn't like that shit. I mean, the defense coming to playoffs. Yeah, it, it ain't it ain't gonna be that too, too crazy. I think the Patriots Chiefs game might be pretty crazy, but we could just talk about that right now. So we got Chiefs, Patriots, Saints, Rams. Now I don't feel like either way is gonna be a bad Super Bowl. This is like the four best teams for real. Four best teams. This they all played the, the some of the best games this season. So I mean, anyway, it's still a good matchup. Yeah. The thing that's hurt me about that Chiefs and Patriots game is going to be like sub-zero degrees. Oh, yeah. I keep hearing about that. Y'all ain't heard about that? It's going to be cold it's outside. It's going to be cold here. It's going to be cold here for sure. Bro. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's, it's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. But it's going to be cold. Yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, you got any history of him playing in the cold game? Nah, man. I think last week was probably the coldest game he played in, man. Like mm. it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tough, man. I, I do think I got the Chiefs in this one. Mm. I just think w- with the speed, being at home, I think that's gonna be the big difference. Last time Brady played an AFC game uh, on the road, he lost to Denver. That's what I'm saying. I, ain't, I don't remember him playing on the road too many of yeah. these games. It's always Foxborough and the help and the night game and all yeah. types of shit going on to just help him get past niggas. Uh. I think the Chiefs going to win, too. Like you said, the home, social facilitation. It's a lot of shit that can go on. I mean, Tom Brady's hard. To, you can't really count him out at this point. I know. The thing is, like, if we probably would have been betting Patriots AFC Championship for the last 13 years. We'd have been millionaires by now, but we just haven't. So, we can't do it now. But it's like, you can't deny it. It's some shit. Damn, they're like how James Harden right now. He on a run. Tom Brady been on a run his whole life. But I think the Chiefs can finally knock him off. And if not, I mean, he just in the Super Bowl again. I, I ain't seen that before. I think that it's a good chance that the maturity could play a factor. I think that the only reason I say that is because Patrick Mahomes, to me, has an ego. Not necessarily saying it's a bad thing, but he wants to make the big play. Mm-hmm. He has poise, but he wants to make the big play. The big I arm. think that can lead you astray sometimes. Having the big arm, throwing the, the sidearm passes, thinking that you can always fit it in there. That might lead him astray in this game. I will say this, though. Andy Reid has scored, like, over, like, 34 points against New England <laughs> the last, like, three or four times he played against him. I, I just think I think he got him figured out. But that is the, that's the big point. Because Tom Brady don't mind turning around and handing that boy off. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. Tom Brady win but this type of way. That Williams nigga, they just skipped over where? And that other dude, yeah, he's yeah, sweet. He is sweet. He didn't look like Kareem Hunt. So, yeah. I was like, I don't know. It's... It's weird, but yeah, Tom Brady, he do whatever the fuck the team yeah. wanted him to do. He hand that bitch off to whoever white nigga in the backfield. And Pat Mahomes, he gonna try to he gonna throw that bitch jumping if he got to. So yeah, to be honest, Gilmore and and McCourtney twins and um 
Huron, the DBs in New England kind of turning it up right now. Towards the end of the season, they start playing a little bit better. It's a lot of speed out there. They really ain't really played. You know, like I said, even, even though Phillip got the new arm, they started to turn it up a little bit at the end. I think I think it's going to be – you got to – the Chiefs are going to score. You got to score back and forth with the Chiefs. They can. We've seen it. I mean, we and yeah. that's the thing. We've seen both of these games early in the season. I don't know if it's going to be exactly like that, but it's going to be something. Similar. I think it could be a good chance for, for Belichick to scheme up. I got to tell I don't believe in none of the other Chiefs' weapons outside of Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. So if you kind of try to box in one or the other, you, you force one to get off, then you start relying on the Demarcus Robinsons and the, the, all the other eight. Receivers just caught touchdowns. The problem this with, with Belichick know. defense, though, he don't let his D line pursue. He don't let him push. He this is and, that's, and that's going to be the problem. That's going to be the Chiefs. Because Patrick Mahomes tall as fuck. Yeah. He's a big dude. I ain't like he real big. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's a big boy. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, Saints, Rams. I'm, I'm going with the Rams on this one, man. Ooh. I'm going with the Rams. That's a bold call. You know what? I, I think Donald and Sue, they're going to come ready to play, try to show up the run. I didn't really like how the Saints started off last week. And, and like I said, it looked like they started to cool off. I did like the way the Rams ran the football. I think they're still going to be able to run the football like that. I, I'm going to go with the Rams. That's a bold. And I think the NFL really wants L.A. They want that market. Yeah, I mean, they do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They really do because they want that market. And it was this, was very, this has been a good postseason for L.A. I'm going to go with the Saints, man. Drew Brees. It's something about, like what B-Night saying about Patrick Mahomes and the ego. I don't think Jared Goff, he don't got the ego. I don't think he got the confidence. I think he still look up to niggas like like Drew yeah, Brees. He don't, he don't got the the, the heart. To, yeah. Like, I don't yeah. Like, He's I don't, still second-guessing it. I'm not supposed hands, to be. No, I think it's in his hand. I think it's in his the, the thing about playing against Drew Brees is you got to be like a nigga like Nick Foles, who really don't give a fuck. He don't some fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Jared Goff, he's thinking about his future. He can be one of the greatest. He can be one of the worst. But Drew Brees, it's like he down there wink at niggas when he make throws and touchdown passes. And he's just like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, not to put him in the same category, I almost feel like it's when you know Jacksonville and the Patriots met up last year in the playoffs. He, Blake Bortles in this situation, he got to win the game for the Rams in my eyes. Yeah. Jared Goff has to play good for Rams to win. Yeah, he got to. At the end of the day, it's like at the end of the day, because the, the you can talk to CJ Anderson and the, the Ty Gurley shit all you want. He got to. He got to win. And that's the why game. I think Sean McVay is. He, he gonna know how to how to place the game, man. I can see like Blake Bortles. And I agree because Blake Bortles really didn't play too bad. He played like that's Blake a, Bortles. He played, like, he played, he played the best Blake Bortles game. game that. Like it was just the defense. They ran their mouth too much, and they ran to the sudden they couldn't talk. And they coach, they coach kind of tried to take Blake out the game. Yeah. He, didn't want, he didn't want to make Blake lose it. He yeah, just wanted Blake would have lost it. He, <laughs> he would have, but it's like he just lost. he just took that nigga, took, yeah. pulled the leash on that nigga. And I, I think kind of like the same thing's gonna gonna go. In. I think they gonna if anything they just gonna go out on a Jared Goff stinker. Like if Jared Goff, if they just pull go all out Goff, and he just go all out, they just gonna go out just like that. Is then there as high as he fly or as low as he fly? Because they actually have a decent front seven. So yeah, maybe they can possibly game. contain the run game. And then, like I said, if it come on to the onus of Jared Goff, he's not going to win the game. Not in my eyes. So you got Saints? Hey, I'm, look, I always was playing it as, I'm not going to say that the NFL is rigged. Rigged. But I think that there is a decision-making core that wants to push a certain agenda. And I feel like it's either going to be the young cats to go, we're going to see Rams and Chiefs, or we're going to see the Saints and the Patriots. And since I think the Patriots going to win, I'm going with the Saints. I, I just think they really need L.A. 
I just, honestly, because the Rams, even as good as the Rams did, they had a hard time selling tickets. As good as the Chargers did, they they fucking playing in the stuff hub where Canelo fight at. So it's like they they got to get that market together, and, I, and that's why they you gonna see them get all the breaks, all the calls. But yeah. I mean, that'd be a good Super Bowl matchup, though. Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like, then they're going to probably be the last one. So, yeah, like, you might, too, yeah. might as well see it's it. It's the know? last one, uh, the, the legendary core of older. Cause, yeah. There's you know, nobody else really there. Yeah. Phillip Rivers obviously can't get there. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger is yeah, falling the, apart. So. Eli. <laughs> 12 yeah, and 4. You need to mention yeah, that. Yeah, name. Mention um, all right, man. Let's. Oh, we, we still got a whole bunch of football to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Murray. Alright, so I'm not going to ask y'all the, the simple, do y'all think he made the right decision? Do y'all think he's going to be good in the NFL? I think so. I, I think, like says, hard in it. Um, they talk about Killsbury. Like, he really likes him, the new Arizona coach. They think going to go draft to the Cardinals? They going to let Josh Rosen go like that? Yeah, they, yeah he, they don't like Josh Rosen. I mean, Josh Rosen sucked, but it's like, whatever. Yeah, so. I don't even know if he sucked. It's just like, this is a bad he ain't do shit. Last year to be on some, nah, this like, he didn't do nothing. Yeah, he didn't yeah, do that. It just, it just ain't a good fit. But yeah, I think he's going to be, like I said, top top 15 pick, so. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be good. They run the same system, like Oklahoma, kind of similar. I think he has some success. I mean, I just feel like it's just, it just, I seen Deion Sanders talk about it. I think I was watching the basketball game and then it was already on ESPN and Deion was kind of talking to him about it. He don't think it's the right decision just because of how much pressure and how much goes into the daily routine of being a quarterback. That he didn't think that he could do both sports and that he just didn't think he should do the football thing. You know, you got guaranteed money as a baseball player, less injuries. It just seemed like a smarter business move to go with baseball. But if you follow your heart, then you got to do what you got to do. But that's it. Deion Sanders, he followed his heart. Man. But he he also said that he he wish he would have stayed in baseball. He's like, sure. you know, I would have made And that's what I'm saying. Money he would have been a, a, But he was he so. Was already a crazy star. He would have been even yeah, But he was so good at football. That it was like, that was yeah. easy to him. The baseball shift, that was like a little difficult for him. Yeah. Like he went to the Pro Bowl in football and then went to the All-Star game yeah, in baseball. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, so, so it's like, it's a situation where they're obviously hitting the ball is way harder. Like yeah. the routine stuff is in outfield. You catch in, you know. But hitting, you got to really lock in yeah, on that. People yeah. go through slumps. And that shit kind of is tougher to get out of. In football, you, you're sticking with your man if you're a cornerback. So it's, it's one thing. But I, I do get the business aspect. Baseball seems like a safer bet. Football, if you follow your heart, do what you're going to do. But it's not really because the first two or three years of baseball, you fucking in the minor leagues. Yeah, and that's, the, that's yeah. the thing. Like, the star appeal of being shortstop for the A's is not the same as being, like, rookie quarterback, quarterback no, sensation. No, no, no. And it's like, like, maybe eventually you'll make more money. But it's like, who's to say? Like, who's to say you become, like, the biggest baseball star? You know what I'm saying? Or, that's the thing, might not. That's what I'm saying. Like, baseball is one of them tough sports where you – Secretly got to take steroids and you got to be like on your shit. Like, you can't really like football is, and football not easy neither. It's no easy path he got to take here. No. But it's like, and like Dion was saying, if he had the choice, he would probably do that. But Kyler Murray is a star. But Dion had the choice. Yeah, he, he had the choice. He chose both of us. Yeah, he chose both of us. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, Kyler, do your thing. Like, a quarterback, be quarterback, man. I, I feel like you, I'd probably want to be quarterback more than anything else. Um. Uh, so you want to talk about this college football transfers, right? Yeah. So we got, like I said, Jalen Hurts went to Oklahoma. So, but was Oklahoma was trying to stop somebody from transferring. Yeah, but they they gonna let him transfer. He's going to uh, West Virginia. So what is? So do you got a problem with transferring the niggas doing? I don't, man. If coach is able to like to, to quit and move and relocate, I, I think players should be able to definitely, like I said, graduate transfer. 
Um, I know the uh, the the Tate Martell. I followed him on QB one. He uh, he's transferring from Ohio State to uh, to University of Miami, and that's because the Georgia quarterback Fields is transferring to Ohio State. Oh, for real? But yeah. then. Damn. So it's just it's a bunch of bunch of things. <laughs> it's just free agents. I feel right like now. you yeah. should be able to do it because of a situation. I kind of was thinking about this the other day when they actually the Eagles was playing and just looking at Nick Foles like him playing at Michigan State behind Kirk Cousins and it's just thinking about how many people probably stayed at a school for a long time and yeah. might have actually been a decent quarterback and now you don't got a shot at the NFL because you've never played. Man, ain't got it's no like just because I couldn't beat this guy out didn't mean I wasn't good. You but know what I'm saying? It's really like only quarterbacks can do it though, right? I mean, some running backs. I mean, yeah, running backs, skill players. They get offenses. the breaks that, that that a lot of lot of physicians wouldn't get, you know. So like like you said, like like with Martell, he's gonna file like a hardship waiver with the NCAA. He got like a lawyer saying that Urban Meyer retired and he was given certain guarantees and it was broken to him, so he wants to go out to the University of Miami. <laughs> and it's like, hey, okay, if you feel that way. That's cool because what's the use of sitting on the bench another two years? Man, because they gonna be like twelve games or fucking Braxton Miller, somebody like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Especially in Ohio State, quarterbacks tend to stay off. Huh? Um, I want to ask you another question regarding regarding college sports. Something I heard on TV today. I was watching TV, stayed, and I went to class today. So I maybe seen it yesterday. I don't know, but it's about Zion. Zion Williamson, Duke superstar. We can talk about Michigan being maybe number one because I know B-Nice had a comment on that. But Duke superstar Zion Williamson and Scottie Pippen said uh, something that was pretty profound. He said if, if Zion was to come out, more than likely be the number one pick in the draft, more than likely get the $100 million shoe deal like Kevin Durant got, if he was Zion Williamson, he would shut it down right now. B-Nice, would you shut it down right now if you were Zion Williamson? No. I feel like for him, he's still in. The, and I, I think that basketball and football are two totally different sports. Like if it was football, the is the risk of in, injury is just so high. I feel like maybe possibly I probably would tell somebody to shut it down. In basketball, you see freaking injuries happen every once in a while. But like spraining your ankle, I think that that's what you run the risk of on a day to day basis in basketball. And that just happens. Jam your finger, maybe break a finger. But I feel like he got such a great chance to do something special with this team and win a national championship. Why not play it out? I think if he had an injury or something like that, I would, I would definitely shut it down. For sure. Something. If he had a real had injury, injury that was nagging him, why put pressure on yourself to get re-injured? That well, doesn't make sense. If he don't, I mean, like even if he got hurt, I think he'll still be the first pick in the draft. But I mean, even like, but do you feel like it's solidified now? Like Zion would just go all right. If the draft starts tomorrow, Zion would for sure be number one pick. Yeah. He really got nothing more to game but a national championship would do. Yeah, he, he, and, and that's the thing, and that's that's still a goal, and that that shows like maturity, like like going through the through the struggle. You want to show NBA teams that you're able to go through the long haul, but yeah, if it's no injury, I, I probably. Would just I just feel like much. he would have been the number one pick even if he never went to college. Like, could just worked out for you. So if he was gonna do that, he could have just did that. Yeah, probably. Like, why even go to college and, and do anything? He was, he was going to be the number one pick regardless. Yeah, he's like, that's sweet. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just something to think about because I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I really don't respect the college basketball game like that anyway. So, I just feel like, like, he ain't getting no better doing this shit, dunking against Syracuse and playing the zone. Well, yeah, that and that's a, that's another argument. He'd probably be more beneficial working out with, like, NBA trainers. I just, just, really is. I just, just don't doing. get what Scotty, why Scotty Pippen said that. 
Well, they got them on TV. Yeah, they just got. Sometimes they just ask niggas, like, what you got to say about this guy that in this guy? I'm saying that's like, that's the idea that he been thinking. Yeah, that's what uh, it's been brewing. I was like, let me tell you something. Dude, I do. If I was he went to like Central Arkansas or something like that, nobody even knows where that school is. Mm, I think Palm Bluff, right? Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> you just name it somewhere. Yeah, Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really. So, all right, be nice. You said you, you don't know. You thought Michigan think they might get skipped on it's the number one. There's a potential chance that they could get skipped for the number Why? one. Why? Because the University of Virginia, obviously they, they, they do the, the polling week to week. Duke lost at the end of last week, so the new poll won't start until the end of this week. And before that, the University of Virginia will actually play Duke. On Saturday, so they had a chance to beat this top five ranked team, and it's a possibility that might boost their strength to schedule over what Michigan has. So, if you're comparing two undefeated teams that are both in the top five, this team and this game to me, if they win, might sway the vote. I don't, I don't see how, man. Like you said, man, we're undefeated in the Big Ten. Yeah, Virginia people, is, is undefeated as well. Like I said, a lot of people think the Big Ten is a, is a, is a tough. Tough conference. I feel like we are the but better, I also I believe, like better team than Virginia. I also believe that Virginia has a tougher non-conference schedule than Michigan does right now. I don't know. I don't know about that, man. Like when people say that, I, I don't. I don't know what you guys are basing that off of. I can't. I don't. I don't understand what that means. Not not just you. There's a lot of people. Have been I saying mean, because they play like Nottingham or something like that. Like they play some terrible teams. Virginia's played some bad teams. Like honestly, like I'd be honest. I mean, like I said, the ACC is is, is not that good, man. It's, it's hard to say. I can't say that it's not that good. I will give the Big Ten the nod yeah. just because of the style of basketball that they play. And I think that there is some tougher competition at the top of the Big Ten. But I think through and through, the ACC has a better conference. Nah, man. man I'm just looking at some of these games, man. Like Wake Forest is not ranked. Uh, Wake, Forest is not is ranked. A, Wake Forest is a decent team. Boston College, man. they just playing a bunch Boston of College has pro balls. prospects. But they're not that good. They beat Orlando, them by almost 30 points. Lando, listen to the schools that you just Everybody got pro prospects. No, they don't. Uh, most of the Division One schools in ACC. No, Kai Bowman is a real pro prospect. Oh, no, they playing Will and Mary's, Marshall. Like, yeah. no, they, they're not playing nobody, man. Nah, man. Lando, we talking State. about we talking about Norfolk State, Holy Cross, George Washington, Chattanooga. That's a good school. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a good school. Bing Hamilton. I don't even know what that is, where that is. Yeah, the the Air Force. Team. Air Force, yeah. They play discipline basketball. Yeah, it sounds very good. Yeah. I just, look, are they scheduled to look about the same? Coppin State. <laughs> that is a terrible I don't school. know. George Washington, like, Townsend. I don't think they, they Townsend, Townsend has had, had talent before. Yeah, but not, not right now. They got beat by almost 40 points. I don't know. Like well, I said, I just think that there's gotta a be this on a possible – I didn't say that it was for sure. I just think that from what I've seen and noticing that that game was, was coming up, and a lot of people have Virginia picked as the best team in the nation. I've seen that. They come out of a couple of analysts' mouth. They come out their ass, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean and the, the thing is, is you're not taking into consideration Virginia's a much deeper team than Michigan. Michigan has six players. No, uh, Michigan bought AD. AD. They just don't. Name them. They bought AD. Name them. You name them. I name them. Name them. Charles Matthews. Yes. Jordan Poole. Yes. Uh, Brzezinkis. Yes. Xavier Simpson, yes. Tesk, Isaiah Livers. Nobody. Eli Brooks is a bum. Eli Brooks is okay. He's a bum. No, he's okay. He's, he's a boy. bum. He's okay. And you he's can't okay. name nobody else. You well, can't I had, name nobody. I had to put the roster. Brandon right. Johns. He's a, a a kid that escaped East Lansing. He a bum. 
He barely played play good in one game. Oh no, he's Mr. Basketball. He's a bum. He's Mr. Mr. Basketball. Why don't play him? Why don't play him? He got better players in front of him. Lando, they only play six people. Oh, <laughs> what do you mean? They play six people. They play six people. Lando, they play six people. And you know John B. plays. You know, like say, don't play too big. Bums. A lot of bums over there. Nah, man. No, the bums is in East Lansing, man. We got two losses. Lost to Louisville. I just think this is just a lot of this is a lot of Michigan State hate coming from your really? side, man. I just say hate. I'm just a better basketball school. Y'all got a better basketball team. We gonna be undefeated when we play y'all. Yeah, we don't know. When that. did they play February first? February twenty fourth. Oh, no, a lot, of, a lot of Big Ten basketball to be played. That's Michigan valid. Definitely no, be that's, that's valid. Something like that. Michigan definitely but it's just like I said, it's just a possibility <laughs> they can get leapfrog because of the, the the timing of this game and impact. This is still a team with three first rounders that could possibly be all top five. So if Virginia pulls this game out, the Virginia they play they they play Duke this weekend, right? Yeah, Saturday. That's what I'm saying. So it'll be right before the party. And that's literally all. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying Michigan fans out there because I talked about this Devontae. Be prepared for the possibility. That y'all are number one next week. That'd just be ACC bias to me. And I saw JB. All you can call it. I, I'm not saying I got a dog in this fight. You can no, just you call don't. It. I don't. That's what I'm saying. We're, we're talking about sports, and I'm just throwing that possibility okay, out there. Bro, for, for, for the moles out there. I'm just letting you know, dog. Michigan for the moles out there. They ain't wanted nothing. They ain't even recommended to be number one on the top five. And hey man, we're worried about early season. When we start out good in early season, we'd be what I'm saying. Nah, this, this is still early. Still hey, early? We, well, we got 18 wins. That's all I know. Every game we play, we don't beat everybody. Fuck, man. Fuck me. All right, let's finish this off with some NBA talk real quick. NBA basketball talk. Um, First name is Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, the sucker. I did see he said, uh, you know, it's hard trying to get these young guys to, to, to group around winning and, you know, try to be a finals-ready team. Um. And then he also, I, I did see it right before, right as the show started. I seen that he, he said that he called LeBron James and to apologize to him about not knowing how hard it is to lead a group of men, to be a leader of men. Be nice. What do you think about this? I think that shit was just lame. Like, what are you even talking about? In the middle of the season, yeah. you calling him about this shit? LeBron James, yeah. Shit not that serious, bro. And I, I just think the original statement wasn't that serious. Like, Kyrie, you still take bad shots, too. He acting like he the most profound leader and he knows so much. But like Jason Tatum think he a good player. He took a shot. You would have took the same shot. But I think that's what he getting at is like Why I ain't take the shot. No, it's like, well, first off, they played that nigga. Cause I seen that and against the Magic, they had that last second <laughs> playing that Kyrie Irving standing at half court. It's a decoy. Yeah, they had him as a decoy. Like, come on, I just think who made the shot in the finals. You put that nigga, you get the ball to stand. Like, it ain't no play you gotta draw for this. This ain't the Isaiah Thomas Celtics. I think that's why he was mad at Gordon Hayward too. Cause Gordon Hayward still could have thrown the ball. Like even where he was at, he could have thrown the ball. But I mean, all of it just seemed goofy to me. It just seemed like some shit. It's like, why are we even doing this? Why are we talking about this? I just think Kyrie is he, he's regretting the way he ended the Cleveland relationship. And that's lame. No, it's, it's just not. walk away. Well, no, nothing wrong with maturing. Like you know what, I messed up back there. Cause in the middle of the season. Yeah, 
I mean, I'm not it, calling it's never it's never a wrong time to apologize for something that you that you did wrong. Like he handled the Cleveland situation wrong. He, he should have stayed that last year. <laughs> he kept trying to He should have. Nah, hell no. Nah. You should have rolled nah, it out. Nah, and that's what he, nah, he was. Nah, one, nah, and like he nah, told nah, LeBron, he was the guy that was young, didn't want to listen, wanted the team to be all about him. And it's hard to lead guys like that. And I feel like and for LeBron to be able to do that with his personality. Once they had a situation where he got pushed into trade rumors. I feel like it was like, you know what I'm saying? Fuck y'all then. And I, we already, and I told y'all this on the podcast several times, and before we even created the podcast, I knew LeBron James was leaving. Everybody knew this. No, we Why all would all... I stay and you going to bunk out on me? Bro, it was just Why one owe one, you that it respect? Just, it was just one more year. But why owe you that one more year if you ain't going to give he me probably two more years? Honestly, he probably would have stayed if Kyrie would have stayed. He probably would have. Probably would have. I feel like LeBron James is so methodical that he'd have had this mapped out since he was in Miami. I mean, and that's true. That's true. Honest, gotta, honest I but, feel like he gave himself a timetable for how much, but, how long it was going to take to deliver a championship to Cleveland, and then he was going to ride it out once he signed but, into a certain amount of contract. One thing that LeBron said, to God, one of the reasons why I came here was because of you. I wanted to play with you. Like, yeah. I was going to give the team to you. Like, you was going to have the team. All you had to do was just be patient nah, but and why, wait. Why I got to run to leave? Because then the team going to be That's what Kyrie, now Kyrie's saying. Like, oh, now I see what you was trying to do. I think I that's the thing. Like, and some things about, like, just being able to, like, LeBron James to be able to hold it all together. Because I feel like Kyrie, at that game, that was a game where he wanted to snap on a nigga. Whereas, Ky, you know, Brian wouldn't LeBron have snapped on a nigga. No, he just he makes some tweets that, and that, shit. But I'm saying, it. he would have, it's like Kyrie probably went in the locker room and was telling them niggas, like, y'all, y'all don't even know. And Brian probably never did that because Brian had to go through that. Uh, Kyrie really wanted to skip a step in the, all right, from the man to, Niggas already just listening to me. And like you said, Jay tell my shit. I went to the same time. What you know about that shit? And that's probably what niggas used to question Brown. I was like, bro, listen, dog. You just don't. You don't know, bro. <laughs> he really went to tell me, You don't know yet, bro. Because you he not in the seat. And he just see the, the, the heaviest the head that wears the crown, man. That's just some tough shit to be on. I don't know. I feel like the situation with, with Brown, though, was different. Because I can't really see a spot where Brown wasn't letting Kyrie take the shot. So it's like, if it's not going to Kyrie, then is he mad because he was kicking it to Kevin Love? I would have been mad about that, too. Like, I can't say that that's a situation about maturity. Like, Kevin Love a fucking well, love. One thing about leading is letting people do things that they're good at. And he let Kyrie. And like I said, he let Kyrie and do that. And that's what Kyrie started to see. Like, that's how you lead, man. Yeah. You can't. And, just like, and it's like one thing to be like, to be able to weigh. Because I'm pretty sure you got to got like. Kyrie Irving, you got, got a nigga like Kevin Love, probably. You know, I kind of want a couple more shots too. You, you know, what I'm saying that game, Kevin, and then you got Kyrie. Irving, you know, I definitely. And that, and it's kind of back to what we was telling you at the beginning of the season, where the Celtics team got chemistry issues. It's too many niggas that's good on the basketball team. I was gonna say that I'm gonna shout Lando out, but I'm also gonna shake my head at the situation. And it's not just a shout out to Lando because I also was right in in, in my onus of how I felt about the situation. The only issue is Terry Rozier. Yeah, but on the flip side, I still feel like you on some whole shit. Jalen Brown is taking a back seat, and he tell him, "No, I just want to win." Because but he, when he called on, he played good. When he when he get in the game and when they need him to play, Jalen Brown. But why can't Terry Rozier do that? Because Terry Rozier got money on the floor. <laughs> it's money that need to be made. Like this shit a business. No, nah, but see, Jalen Brown's still young in this shit. Terry Rozier got then there next year. He can get paid somewhere. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I think what the the thing about like Jalen Brown is. And this kind of what cool thing that, that the coach did was like, all right, I'm going to put Marcus Smart and Marquise Morris in. And then when they play 10 minutes into the game, I'm going to take Jason Tatum out. And then I'm going to let that group roll out there. But I'm also going to roll Gordon Hayward. He's trying to, like, even it out. And, you know, I see the way they, like, 
he monitored a lot of people's minutes. So it's like it's cool in that sense, but it's like he Terry Rozier just don't get this field. He liked to play the whole game. And it's like, damn, I'm not playing the whole game no more. Like I'm playing there trying to play back up. So he's like he's trying to he's trying to count on he's trying to make sure all his points and minutes went count. To an NBA championship if he play like a whole in game seven. I mean he had LeBron James. Uh, so I'm I'm just saying he played terrible though. He went up against Brown. Played terrible. That should be. Not even just that he was like Two for eleven from the field. Oh, play Wide open to everybody. But that's what I'm saying. So if you can't tell me a situation where it's like he want to make his money, he could have made his money. And, last I, and year. I think that's what Kyrie like. If Kyrie was right there, he like, look, man, we would have been able to lead y'all niggas through that. Because at the end of the day, Game Seven is really a mental battle. You didn't see this team six times before this, so it's like, can you win your mental battle against these niggas? And Brian had this. Yeah, Ohio kids. And these niggas been looking up to Brian his whole life, and they probably still don't can't get it because they what fifth, fourth seed right now. No, they lost. No, they fifth. Yeah. And they're supposed to be. I mean, we had them top three. I told you that I just got too many players. Like, you got too many good players, man. It's hard well, to get the rotation I, together. As far as the one smarter starting lineup, I want. I will say that, that towards the 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 last couple of months or the last month or so, the issue has been a situation with Terry Rozier. But the reason why they started off slow is because they tried to acclimate Gordon Hayward. It had nothing to do with Terry Rozier. And now it's kind of looking like Al Horford too. Like yeah, yeah get them. Yeah, the old niggas yeah. gotta go. <laughs> you know, over twenty six. You got to. I don't know how old Gordon Hayward is, but he looked much older oh, than twenty six. Yeah, he he got to go. We maggots. So. He got to go. Yo, just fuck. Um. All right. So I got some NBA new segment. NBA Twitter questions because you know Twitter always got the weird, bad NBA questions they gonna throw out there. First NBA Twitter question we got for y'all: Who will end up the better player long term, Lonzo Ball or Brandon Ingram? Uh, I'm gonna go Lonzo Ball. Why? I'm just think playing the point guard position, he's gonna have more opportunities to get better numbers, and um, I don't see him leaving the Lakers. I can see them getting rid of Brandon Ingram. Lonzo Ball, I just think he know the game, just a better player. Like both of them niggas kind of timid, you know what I'm saying? And not neither one of them super aggressive. And Brandon Ingram never really to me seemed like he gonna be a crazy efficient scorer. He kind of like. I don't know. I don't want to say he got like an Evan Turner feel to me. Just a sec, like Nicholas, but he a Nick, another Nicholas. He a little too. more Evan Turner. Yeah, either one of them. He can't really shoot. Booty. He can't really do booty. nothing. But <laughs> like a situation where it's like, do I want a point guard that could pass? One day might be a decent three point shooter, and the overall feel of the game offensively and defensively is amazing. Like he really know the game, can pass that bitch amazingly, also picks up 94 feet, or do I want a secondary ball handler that was back there as the next Kevin Durant? I mean, I don't really want that. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ain't that. <laughs> I don't want that shit. So, even, you know what I'm saying, if you in between Evan Turner and, and Nicholas Batum, that's a, both of them niggas realistically should be on people's benches outside of like the Pistons. You know what I'm saying? Both of them niggas could start for the Pistons. Everybody else, they should be on their bench. So, if he going to be that, I'm cool on that nigga. Okay, second NBA Twitter question. If the Pelicans swapped Anthony Davis for James Harden, would they be a top five team in the West? Nah, man, I just seen uh, Houston Rockets lose to the, the Nets today. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they'd be a tough fight. I mean, we just said you tripped. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, the Rockets third right now, right? Or they fourth. top three players outside of James Harden. I don't like that nigga. Don't get me wrong, but Chris Paul, Eric Gordon, and Clint Capella all hurt. 
No, he's doing his thing. Nobody's saying he's not doing his thing. Anthony Davis is doing his but thing. But I'm saying, if you healthy. trade him to a team that features a healthy Drew Holiday, a healthy Alfred Payton, a healthy Nicolas Maritich, a healthy Julius Randle, a healthy I think him handling the ball too much would eliminate those. He needs the ball his hands. Say he don't. All right, I had a question. This is a three-point shooter. I had a question. Right. three-point shooter. You, watch, you, well, you haven't seen a lot of Pelicans games. No. But you I watch a lot. You see, moment, you yeah. see NBA highlights. How many games has Anthony Davis taken over? Like, say he's not taking. Uh, he he puts how up many? Good, he puts up good stat line. How, how many? I see him take over about ten games. No, what? He has not over. taken over anything. The first game they played against Houston, he took over that game. Are the damn against the Lakers, he just was out there grabbing rebounds and uh, getting putbacks. He wasn't taking yeah, over. He, take over he game. don't. He don't take over no games. And we can say that maybe because he tired a lot of games, but he don't. Towards the end of the basketball games, Anthony Davis don't really finish them. So you think hard. it's all Anthony Davis' fault that the, the New Orleans struggle? I'm not gonna say that, but I'm I, I, I can't say it's all James Harden fault why the Houston Rockets are good right now. It's all that nigga fault because he's doing everything he can. I feel like if you swap them niggas, the Rockets would be Anthony Davis would still have thirty These and twenty. Are the Houston Rocket players did play over fifteen minutes tonight. Eric Gordon, who his back from injury now, yeah, PJ Tucker. And Eric Gordon only played 21 minutes. P.J. Tucker played 41 minutes. Gary Clark, who was like 6'7", started at center and played 23 minutes. James Ennis? Austin Rivers played 45 minutes. James Harden played 45 minutes. Gerald Green played 40 minutes. Uh, James Nunnally played 24 minutes. And then they played 15 minutes. So no Eric Hartstein, no James Ennis? No. Oh, you don't play James Ennis, man. <laughs> <laughs> no minutes? No. <laughs> he might not even be on the team. Oh, <laughs> who knows? He's not coming up on this on this stats. Because right I now. mean, right now the, the Rockets are they in fifth place. So that's you said they'd be a top. But three. the Pelicans are fourteenth place. I don't think all that's that. <laughs> I, mean, I really don't think it's all that. I mean, it is. Then when you count in the fact that every three minutes this nigga headed to the locker room for some shit. I mean, Damn, they can't play a full game. Hurt, I mean, I don't think I don't that think that's his fault, but I, the supporting cast is much better. Fourteenth, uh, them niggas done it like the same. That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't blame. Yeah, they, they, they pretty. I can't blame all that on one player. Them being that bad. I'm not gonna lie to you. The Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey, he made the biggest mistake yeah, in his yeah, life. Twelve. Yeah, twelve. I can't blame all that on Anthony Davis though. From the one statement that he made is that he can't go to sleep. He's fixated on, on stopping the Warriors. Chris Paul was never the answer. And to be quite honest, I've said this all along, and, you know, if, however you look at the situation, if Andre Godala plays last year in those games, the Warriors win in five. That's, in my mind, it's point blank period, solved and delivered. Because six, six, regardless, it doesn't go to seven, and it definitely doesn't have a situation where it looks like the Rockets are the better team. I think that the, War, the Warriors have an issue where they get used to a certain scheme. And my father said this for years. The Warriors had a play. They don't really run it as much. They Kevin Durant is here now, but with the original Warriors team that started the dynasty off, they had a play where they start the, the possession off on the left side of the, the half-court mark, and Draymond just kind of pops it to somebody in the middle of the lane. That shit was getting taken so much because they run practice plays and they get so used to having a certain scheme. It's like, all right, such and such going to be right here. This person going to be right. We so much better. Everybody. I can just make a lazy-ass pass. I can do certain things. They get accustomed to those things. And when you get a piece that falls out of the rotation or you have a situation right now where the Warriors were playing weird schemes and, and, and trying to mesh together weird lineups where Steph was playing odd minutes, the Warriors looked funny because they wasn't used to, all right, right now, I can bank on Steph Curry having a hot second quarter. 
where I can bank on him coming off of this screen right here. Now Kevin Durant got to remember how to play just dominant iso ball and got to figure out how to facilitate for Clay Thompson. So everything got kind of out of whack. When Andre Iguodala wasn't there, he was kind of the calm and said, Andre Iguodala really don't do shit other than keep the tempo. So, all right, now we're going to do this. I'm going to keep your numbers good. I'm going to make sure you eat right here when I'm in the game with y'all. Y'all know y'all got a defender and a great ball handler that's going to make good decisions. You don't do stupid shit. So I felt like that kind of messed up the things. But Chris Paul, the basketball guys seem to not like him. He can't stay healthy. He did the shimmy, and then he just, I don't know what happened to his his, his hamstring, but it just died on him or Achilles, whatever he injured. It didn't seem like much when the injury happened, but he couldn't walk. And then that just was the end of things. And now, signing him to that big contract just seemed like they didn't bury James Harden's career. And he's going to be playing with bums for the rest of his time there until he can get out of his contract. Which is unfortunate. But I think they fucked him over. Signing Chris Paul to that long-term contract. Like he's going to be 40-something like like years like old. Capella. No, Capella I love Clint Capella. It's just so much money tied into Chris Paul. you never going to have nothing else good there. Yeah, they, they sell the to me, deal, they man. look like they're going to be stuck at like fourth. For the next five years, the Nuggets not getting no worse. I mean, not getting no worse. And we'll see how the season play out. But like, so they're in fifth right now. I, I guess and who's who's ahead of them? Well, right Trailblazers, Thunder, Nuggets, and Warriors. But I, the I, Thunder I not see, getting no worse. I can see the Spurs jumping the. the but that's what I'm, I'm talking about. They long term, the Nuggets is cooked. James Harden playing hell of a basketball, but if we got to deal with Chris Paul not being able to play more than sixty two games every season, the nigga only getting older. Yeah, and that's it's a, a bad that's spot. That's the point I'm trying to make. Even with him with the the New Orleans, like you can't play that one man 57, 60 type point. That should just wear out after some point. You gotta have some help. I do think. I mean, but that's what. At, I mean, at some point, yeah. But he done been to so many Western Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? Like he done he taken it. James Harden really. If we talking about niggas who niggas used to like or niggas who do it on him, James Harden been doing this shit on his fucking own. But I, I think and he getting was, it, he would rather that though. And getting it two spots, getting it. Deep in the playoffs on his own. Like, he's he still doing that more than LeBron Jackson. No. He still has him. Because Josh Smith. No. Smith, Smith, Smith. No. No. We don't say. He has no. the Clippers. Let go. Let's credit. Let's go. Josh Smith. We talking. We talking. Help. Atlanta, we talking. We talking. Help. But did he not have won that game? Atlanta, we talking. Look at this. He didn't have won that game. And that ain't ass. No, I know. But no, that's what I'm saying. He didn't have won that game. He didn't do shit that game. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. He didn't have won that game. We talking help. We talking help like a fellow star NBA player is going to help you get somewhere. And elevate your game. Well, Chris Paul helped him a little bit. Last yeah, year, last year, year, but it's like man, Cook and Paul is a good player, but he's not a star NBA player. Yeah, star. But hey, hey, he was on the star team, man. He was on the team with Kevin Durant and um and Russell Westbrook, and he flamed out in the finals. I think what Lando is saying into the onus of, of the trade is James Harden play style, and we've seen it. Not that he's a good player. But with Dwight Howard, he don't really let you do shit. So it's like you yeah, always gonna have limitations where. He probably gonna lessen what Drew Holiday can do. Definitely gonna yeah. lessen what what Julius Randle can do. Alfred Payton really don't do much anyways, and then you know what I'm saying. So it would kind of. The only person that probably would be better is Meritage. But then when niggas, I wouldn't say that because he let Eric Gordon shine last year in the Western Conference Finals in the playoffs. If Eric Gordon, if a nigga can play, he let you play. He get your shot, and the niggas Gary Clark don't need this. Is, and that was the thing with Le- LeBron James. Some of them niggas don't need no shots, bro. Some of them, they clearly don't. If James Harden is willing these niggas to double OT thrillers and shit, like, some of them niggas don't need the bucket. Fuck them niggas. Fuck Gary Clark. 
fuck Hartstein. Arthur Rivers? Arthur Rivers definitely don't need no it's shot. A, it's a cap to how far that can take you, though. You can't win a championship like that. But if it's Western Conference Finals, that's, that's a that's, good that's cap. But he if it's help, just you. Yeah, help both those If it's just you, it's... Yeah, but I think even going back to the LeBron James point, and I kind of always try to harp this to y'all in that situation. Even, like, on 2K. If we play 2K, and let's say, you know, not to throw anybody's name out there, but if we say me and you the best two players, if the other three players, whoever we're playing with, got the majority of points in the first half and we in a close game, isn't your confidence boosted a lot more knowing that me and you ain't did shit? Yeah. So I felt like that's always what I was saying about LeBron. It's like, you so talented, you supposedly the GOAT. You should be able to just get hot whenever you want to. You should be able to go get a bucket. Why aren't you trying to incorporate these other players to get them going to whereas once it gets to the second half, you can just take over? Because them niggas be weak, dog. I mean, we see to the To me, Cavs. that seemed like a situation where you you would have more of a chance of winning. But we see the Cavs. We see them niggas this year. Them niggas, if they not getting blew out, it's a good game. Yeah. And But it's like they trash. Or even the Lakers right now. Them niggas trash. Like, them niggas really trash without LeBron James on the court. When you you take out a LeBron James on your basketball team, you trash. Like, it's just nothing you can do about it, bro. It's like, and it ain't no secret. It ain't nothing to hide. It's clearly y'all going to be trash. Y'all, y'all missing y'all best player. So, it's like, sometimes you just don't, you know, them niggas don't need to have an opportunity. Because it's games where if me and you were just playing, and them niggas don't get, when we blowing a nigga out, it's like, yeah, them niggas don't need it. Clearly, they never needed it. Only thing I said about the Lakers, I feel like them niggas trash because Brandon Ingram trash. Brandon Ingram trash. And I, I like Kyle Kuzma seems like a very dominant player. Like he's one of the the secondary level players where I can see two or three years down the line. We like, man, Kyle Kuzma probably should have been All Star this year. You know what I'm saying? Gonna have a couple solid years. We probably average like 24 points and eight rebounds or something like that. Playing in a competitive Western Conference and and it's a lot of small fours and power fours and front court players out there. Probably not gonna make it. But he's that French type of player where we saw Monte Ellis be that for a long time. I think C.J. McCollum hasn't made any All-Star games yet. Just one of those people that's a secondary guy who's right there. Like, yeah, he's not a superstar, but on any given season, he might have been having a better season than somebody that they just benefited a doubt of off his previous career. Right. Brandon Ingram right now just doesn't have that type of game. So I feel like he kind of holding him back. And Luke Walton got weird lineups. Yeah, it's about he might be on the hot seat too, man. It's like he's getting, getting warmer and warmer. But... At the end of the day, look at the West. It's a dog fight, man. Anywhere from from eleven to to five, man. It gets to get flipped with, within a few games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, man. It's, it's shaping out to be a pretty good NBA season. Cause even at even at the top, I mean, like we just the Warriors just reclaimed it, but the Nuggets held it down for at least three weeks. So it's just gonna be a battle between them, and maybe the Thunder can sneak up there. You know, anybody. So yeah. it's gonna be a good season, man. Um. That's about it uh, for this episode. Any closing remarks I got? Um, nah, I think that's uh, that's about it, though. All right. That's, that's pretty much all I can think of. Hey, man. Well, don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, retweet the link where you see it, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud, and you know, be expecting the Game of Thrones podcast to be coming out. Uh, this Sunday, where we're going to be talking about episode one and two, featuring Haas probably, and it's going to be a pretty good episode, man, so don't forget, if you're re-watching, you know, we're going to be, we gonna be re-watching, we're going to be talking about the characters in depth, and we're going to be doing a lot of stuff, so uh, thanks for watching, thanks for listening, and come back next week.